video games were made to be played. Don't play yours? We know some people who will. We are Get Well Gamers, a charity who take your unwanted video games and consoles to give to children's hospitals and wards across the UK. Donating is super easy. Just head over to our website, getwellgamers.org.uk, to fill out our online donation form. You've played the hero, now be the hero. to the Pure Dead Gaming Podcast, another weekly dose of all things gaming with myself, Jessica, Pure Dead, Craig and Andy. In this week's episode, we'll unpick the latest gaming news, including Game Boy games making a return, the latest on Witcher 3 and everyone's favourite hedgehog, Sonic. This week's main film slash TV review is The Batman, which is now available via streaming. We won't go into too many spoilers for those who may not yet have seen it, but we will share our thoughts, so stay tuned for that. We also have Pure Dead Platinum to share for all you mad trophy hunters and we will also be sharing our pick of the week with you as well as taking a look at what's going in the bin this week. If you're new to the podcast and what I've said so far makes little sense then don't worry, all will be explained in due course. And with that said, let's begin. How are we? Well, yeah. fabulous. Yeah, you look great. I'm, I'm doing amazing. We'll start with you, Craig. How, how's your day been, first of all? Not great. No. No. Would I've you been... like to enlighten us to what, enlighten us as to what has happened? Uh, when I got up this morning, I made the mistake of making a left turn right. in the kitchen, and that resulted in what appears to be a knife in my back, mm. and being unable to feel the lower half of my body. Mm-hmm. So. Not great. I'm a bit concerned that we're seven days after you pronounced me pure dead <laughs> and the effects seem to be starting to take hold. Mm-hmm. It's almost like she's got one of those one of those wee voodoo dolls and she's like fucking sticking needles in it or something. The legs are gone. Aye. They've been chewed off. I think she's decided I'm worth something. Worth more dead than alive. Maybe you've just glitched. Maybe it's Maybe. Just, yeah. I mean, I'm... Uh... I'm doing good. I'm just started a two-week holiday. I'm really so, happy for you. Well, <laughs> well, so have I, to be fair. Yeah, well, you, you might be off longer than two weeks. I know. It's, a, it's, it's the noises you're making. It's bad that, like, I don't know, as sore as I am, I'm like, but I get to stay off. And, and you know, the instructions were, like, rest, which involves sitting on the couch not doing too much. You know? Yeah. Computer games. I hope my work don't listen to this because they'll just be like, oh, aye, his pal's off for two weeks and all of a sudden he's sore. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> nah, but you'll be sitting just playing the computer and uh, That's it. <laughs> your web- website, getting caught up with your website. It's going to be... The job's done that I'm not done. It'll be a good time. I'm looking forward to it. As long as it... I don't know. Depends how sore it gets. But yeah, apart from that, I am good. Chocolated out after Easter. Yeah, I didn't eat that much chocolate, to be fair. I had my first cream egg today. Of the year, not ever. Don't folk be turning off the podcast and disgust there. Yeah, well, maybe I gave up chocolate. Do you know what's in the the cream? Just 
to make it look like pre-made. No, tell me. It's just fondant. Yeah. Actually, sugar, just raw yeah. sugar in it. It's just it's fondant. Sugar, yeah. But you need to put that off because that's going to distract me. You look. I know we 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 do currently have the football on in the background as I attempt to maneuver my way out of bin. But yeah, we can we can check the score intermittently. We might need to turn it off. I can vouch that your ability to do two things at once is not great. No. I'm pretty sure I'm doing one thing at once a lot of the time, to be fair. <laughs> no. I'm not great overall. No. Imagine they'd done a, a cream egg. I think I said this before, but it was like an Easter egg cream egg and it had all their yeah. fondant in it for that size. When I was young, that they was... They were missing a trick with that. They wouldn't legally be allowed to sell it, I don't How think. How would they not legally? What, what do you mean legally? There's like requirements and stuff like that. It's like, you know how they all come off after McDonald's and stuff like that and made them lower the calorie intake of their meals and stuff? Yeah. I'm pretty sure a cream egg with f- and that was actually filled that size would be about 12,000 12, 12, calories. Is it not going to be for one person, though? A sugar tax or something like that. There was. Yeah, that's why it would cost a small fortune. I mean, I'm, don't get me wrong, I'm sure that this happens every year, but I vividly remember one year, probably Twitter, someone had got like a big huge egg and they had bought like 150 cream eggs and they'd scooped oh every God. one of them out done it. and filled it up. That's stupid. They couldn't have just bought fondant. Mm. Yeah. I made, made it. Um, but it was, it was like one of those videos that clipped together really fast. So you saw them like undoing each egg and putting it all in, but they'd sped it up like 200 times or whatever. Last year, do you remember, I made cheesecakes, but like, ha- like halves of eggs and then I filled... The, yes. The half of the chocolate egg with like cheesecake and stuff. That was good. It was really good. That was excellent, actually. Mm. Yeah, not last time you done something like that, like you're cooking because you're quite into making stuff, weren't I you? I was into making cakes for a while. You did. You used to make a lot of cakes. Mm-hmm. You Double, had a website, delicious, you I called it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. You've not made any for a while. No. Kyle. <laughs> Time is the real enemy. Yeah. What are you going to do with your time off? Uh, Since you will not be stuck to a couch. Sorry? Since you will not be stuck to a couch. Or you may be anyway. Um, I, nothing really planned. I was going to try and get through some games that are on the list, the Xbox Games Pass list. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm downloading, at the moment, I'm downloading Madden. Yep, cool. Because I've always wanted to have a go at that and see what it's like. And I'll probably... Yeah, that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> see, one that you should uh, add to the list as well that came to Game Pass is Lost in Random. It got added Lost through, it got added through that's EA Play. That's just put up. Aye. Right. So it, it's it, it's technically on EA Play because EA uh-huh. plays on Game Pass. No, it's I've like an it's a, an indie game, but it's really cool. It's really Tim Burton. I've got a few indie games. I've got quite a lot of those wee type games already. I've got like Ori. Mm-hmm. You know that Wisp? What was it? Orsp? Well, the Wisps. That I've got. I've got. Oh, what's that? Tunic? Yep. I've got that. There's another new one that just came out. Loads of wee games that to me looked as if they would only take a couple of hours. There's another one. Tunic's about fifteen hours. Right, I'll leave that alone then. <laughs> uh, I'll I'll get some heat for this, but Tunic is a poor man's death door. 
Right, you said uh, Death Store, I've downloaded and played a bit of mm. it. It didn't grip me. Didn't know it? No, it's, so it's, it's not that long. I can download it back again if I really, really want to, but... Uh, uh, there's just quite a few, there's a few games I want to get. I want to play that Marvel game, mm-hmm. but I want to make my way through Cyberpunk first, obviously. Yeah. Um, Too many games, I know, as usual. <laughs> it's good just to have the time to do it, though. Like, without the... I don't know. There's so often, like, most of my gaming time gets done between 10 at night and 2 in the morning. And It's nice to sit in the afternoon and play the... Aye. There's a lot of times recently where it's got to that time and I actually have a time to play, but I'm just too tired. Yeah. So, like, I'll dick about on the website and just have some TV, a couple of TV shows on in the background or something like that because I just, like, I can't physically motivate myself. Mm-hmm. So I think it, to... the environment that you're in as well makes a huge difference because I don't know, I, this may be not the case for everyone, but I would never put like a film on, like a serious film on during the day when it's daylight. Mm-hmm. Like if it's like a, I don't know, like a horror or something like that even or something serious, like an action, like I would never, it just doesn't feel right to me watching that during the day when it's daylight outside. Right. And same with like you're making yourself sound a bit more normal than it is here. Like you're bad for you won't watch anything if it's still light outside. Yeah. <laughs> like we would be like watching the blacklist and Jess would be like it's too light outside. It just does I don't know, I, it's just I, I not the right get, atmosphere. I, don't get that either. Uh, I I I totally I'd, know where you're coming from. I prefer it to be dark. But I, I prefer I, watched, I, but I prefer winter. I watched Batman yesterday and I started at six o'clock. And, and finished it at fucking late. and finished about three in the morning. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that eventually. Um, I don't know. I just think, like, I don't know. Some people have like obviously gaming setups where their room is very enclosed and dark, and no matter what it's like outside, mm. you know that environment will always pretty much be the same. But I don't know. I feel like you get on at me sometimes for when I do have days off. Like, if I, I usually game in the living room. And I'll pull the blind down sometimes. No, I can't have that. But it's because there's a real glare on the screen. Like if the sun's at, at usually at the angle where you just you can borderline see nothing. Yeah. So like, I don't like. And despite the fact that I prefer the winter, I don't like having the blind down during the day when I know it's light outside. But the same point needs must. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's an interesting one. I'd like to know other people's like. Preferences are, yeah. and yeah. I'm the same. Like with watching a film, if it's not a Friday or Saturday night, I'm like, no, we need to watch a series tonight. Yeah, I this is another. This is another thing. See if like a good film comes out or something like that mm. on a Tuesday, and I'm choking to see it. She's like, no, no, I need to wait till a Friday or Saturday night, oh, right. and I'm having fucking kittens. <laughs> Holy shit! And, just it, and it's and it's it's based, yeah, and it's stuff like this that you do that I get to blame for that gets me nominated for bins. Mm. But I'd like to make a public service announcement that Liverpool are now 2-0 up, yes. thanks to Mohamed Salah. And so as things stand, I'm not going in a bin. But you do realise this doesn't get released till Thursday. And as much as the football's on right now, that what you're saying means nothing, because it's already happened. It means something to me. Right, okay. And to Andy. Surely does. Who's a Liverpool fan. Mm-hmm. Okay. A good guy. So what's everyone been playing? Well, we 
we diverted from the, no, what's the word I'm looking for? We deviated from the norm on Saturday night and we played a game together. On Friday night we did, yes. Not Saturday. Watching a film on a Saturday night, but we played a game together. Once again it was Friday night. Was it? Yeah. I was drunk, I don't remember. You were drunk. (laughs) Yeah. We played some more It Takes Two. Baby. <laughs> and it's it's still brilliant. Yeah, we still not finished it, but yeah, no. it was good. It was good. It's fun. so long. I think we're still only halfway through it. No, and we've, come on, we must be more than that. Maybe a bit more, but we're not near the end. I don't think. Oh, and we've we've been at this game for a year. <laughs> it came out March twenty twenty one. Aye, still really good though. Yeah, it was what game of the year last year. Yeah, yeah. I think it won overall game of the year. Yeah. Yeah. So, if you've not tried it and. You want a Friday or Saturday night to game with your other half, then go for it. Definitely. Uh, anything else? You finished inside? I finished inside, yes. I'll share my thoughts on this because... Well, that's that's what the section is, so right, yeah. I know, but also it came out ages ago, so I feel like I can talk about it without being worried about spoiling it for anyone. Spoil the shit out of it, who cares? It's fucking weird, wasn't it? At the end. It's been that long that I don't really remember. But I remember yeah, the, I completed it when it first came Right, out. so... The whole game is quite strange. You're a wee I, boy, and... I, don't, I mean, I think you can interpret it in lots of ways, and I think that's part of... just start over again, like, look. No, you're... Well, it, there's two endings. Obviously, I've only played one of them. But you're a little boy trying to evade some sort of scientific experiment, it seems. But mm. then, at the end... Like, there's kind of zombie things that you control throughout the game as part of the puzzles. But at the end, you seem to be, like, absorbed into one of them. And you're, like, a big blob with, like, arms and legs and stuff. And I was like, what the fuck is this? I didn't understand that or the symbolism behind it at all either. No. I was taken aback by that. I seem to remember thinking it was trying to be more clever than it was pulling off. Well, I didn't get it at all. So it didn't make any any sense to me. I I don't know if it was, like, kind of... You know, working together achieves greater and stuff like that. I think there was lots of key kind of messages you could interpret from it, but I don't know. I just, I felt like I wanted the boy to either, I don't know, escape in some sort of way. Does he not escape at the end? Well, you escape as the big blob thing. Right. That's right. But then you just, it just ends. But there's an alternative. So you're like, like, right, he's escaped, but he's also a blob. Yeah. So what kind of life is that? Yeah. Mm. I feel like a blob sometimes. Yeah. So yeah. I did enjoy it. Like I enjoyed the puzzles and it, it kept me going. But the, I don't know, the last sort of chapter of it was... Yeah. Went off the rails a bit. Aye, not my cup of tea. I'm excited for you to go into the sexy brutal. Okay. I'll be really disappointed if you don't like it. Because <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love it so much. What about you, Andy? What you've been playing? Oh, Cyberpunk. That's no. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> Have you made drink? You're getting near the end. Or are you still? No. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not at all. See, it really doesn't fill me with hope because I've started it, but I've literally played like an hour or two. I know every single every, every single more. week when you're not getting to the end of it is putting the fear of God in her. Yeah. Well, there's three main storylines because when you're you pause it, you've got your three cards at the top Aye. are percentages. Okay. And their percentage of how far you're within each story. So you've got the 
Johnny Silverhand kind of story. You've got your kind of story, overall story about your place in the world, mm -hmm. then another kind of story. Is it Pan Am? I'm not sure, I forget. But the Johnny, I seem to have done the Johnny one most because I'm like 80% of that. Okay. Right. And then I'm like 60% of one, 40% of another. Oh, well. So. That's a, that's a decent chunk, isn't In it? terms of actual storylines, I've done quite a bit. But there's so much other stuff to do. Yeah. The side missions in this game are not canon for the. They're, They're good. Aye. Yeah, they take you on a different bit of the world or something different to do or using something that you've not used before or just it's kind of it's not this the usual go and get that kill it and mm -hmm. bring and come back over here and tell us that you've killed it or bring that over here and bring it back and I'll give you some money that shit you know what I mean and just yeah. wrapped up in a different story um, I thought that it, like the side missions just felt like smaller story missions yeah. rather than like you say cool. like just tacked on pish yeah it's cool so definitely worth playing yeah the the second stuff plus then, the the DLC's been pushed back to 2023 so you've uh, got plenty of time yes yeah. cool plenty you should enjoy yes uh, I have been playing. I... I've been playing the well, the same stuff that I mentioned last week. I'm still plugging away at quite a lot of games, but one of the main things I've jumped into this week is the new version 1.00. Oh, 1.0 of eFootball. Oh, fuck's sake! <laughs> and it's like a double-edged sword. So. In terms of gameplay, it's almost unrecognisable from the game that was there before. Like, on the pitch, it's pretty good. Mm -hmm. It's taking quite a few things from FIFA, I would say. Like, the defending's a lot more like FIFA now. you can got to stand players up. Mm -hmm. They've introduced a shoulder barge, which is really cool. And, you, like... I've got there's a video up on our YouTube channel of me playing my first two matches of it and kind of giving my opinions and I quickly found out that you can give a penalty away with a shoulder barge. I was thinking <laughs> I would just ease. I think it was Kieran Tierney. I would just ease him off the ball and I fucking done to them one penalty. Uh, but it's it's pretty good. It's very like I think. I'd be interested to see if you tried it, Andy, because one of the things that you didn't like about Pez was it always felt quite restrictive, like. You used to say that, and this feels like a lot more. You've got a lot more freedom in it. It's a lot more. I don't know. It's hard to explain, but the the gameplay itself is pretty good. I still don't. For me personally, I don't think it's as good as the last game, but it's it is pretty good. The downside to it is it's still a fucking demo. Oh, that's what, there's no other options on this still there. They've brought Dream Team mode, which is their ultimate team. Oh. So they've got that there. But in terms of anything other than that, no it's still League. no Master League, still nine teams, still only five minute halves, no. still one ball. Jesus Christ. But what makes even less sense is that all the teams are in it, they're just not accessible. So see if you go to training, right, and just go to a training match, you can then go into the training menu and select any team in the game. 
So if you go into training mode, you can select Celtic and Rangers, and they'll be there, and they'll, you can play, and you can play for as long as you want because it's so a training that's, match. Oh, that's so what's the what's the barrier to just? I have no idea. The barrier is money. They're going to charge you more money so they can unlock I, the fucking things that are already in the game. I think the barrier is that they are desperately trying to push people towards this dream team mode and so they don't necessarily want you to have many other options mm-hmm. because then you'll give this a go mm-hmm. forcing you down that route to try and I think so and to be fair oh. I've even dipped my toes in oh. so it's perhaps working mm-hmm. no, I haven't played a, I haven't played a single online game don't say that Craig <laughs> I haven't played a single online no. game I've played a couple of offline games <laughs> which has been all right what in fact i'd need to i'd need to test it more but one thing i would say is compared to ultimate team like it seems very generous mm-hmm. on what the, on the money it gives you pish load of fucking pish <laughs> hate it ultimate team you fucking dream team fuck off I hate that rubbish. Oh, we've got his goat now. Hate it. I really hate it. And I hate how that's where they make all their money because then that's what they do. They get you in. Let's just give them that mode to play. Oh, we can't do that. Only give them nine teams and and blank everything else out and so so they have to play that. Yeah, let's do it. Let's go for it. You're going to really hate this. What? Man United are two each now. Oh, no, no, no. No, 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 it's still too no. <laughs> Started winding up. I could tell. I could tell. I just wanted to stir the pot a wee bit there. But yeah, so they do. It does. I mean, like when you first start up the game now. So beforehand, because that version wasn't that uh, dream team mode wasn't live. It did just seem like a demo. You could go in and just play. But now, when you start up the game, it takes you straight into dream team mode, and it oh. starts giving you like thirty thousand pop ups about like, oh, we've gave you this reward and that reward and this oh. reward and. And so, yeah. that I don't like. But yeah. I'm, I'm definitely. No, you've not even done nothing to warrant that. You get like you get like bonuses for logging in and stuff like that. See what I mean? Turn wow. on. Oh, you turn <laughs> on the console. Here's a fucking new player. Yeah, turn them over. Oh, it's a golden foily. Oh, because you turn on the computer. A golden foily. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna get you to try it, but. No, I've tried. I've tried Ultimate Team, and it's just, no. But I'm I'm interested to see you try just the gameplay to see what you that think. Pish on my computer. You can play on mobile. <sighs> no, oh, Jesus! <laughs> don't, Christ, don't get me started. Don't. That. He's twitching. He's twitching. <laughs> <laughs> Aye, so I will be playing a bit more of that uh, to investigate further. But oh, um, hear about it next week again. Possibly. Oh, possibly. Jesus. But my first, my first right, impressions are that they've made the best of a bad situation so far. Master League will probably have been about two years. Mm. So aside from that, I've been playing a game called Road 96. Oh, interesting about this one. So far, I really like it. It's very much like a kind of telltale game. You, It's first person though. and oh, Yeah, so you start off and you are X amount of miles away from the border. You're trying to flee this country because you don't like the politics of it, but you're not freely allowed to leave the country. 
So you start off a certain amount of miles away at a certain location and you will you go about talk to people you can have different interactions play different mini games um depending on what you do the story will take different courses and then when you leave that location there's usually like one or two options about how you want to travel or where, how far you want to go and then that would de- that would determine where you end up next and so each time the amount of miles to the border go down and you have all these different experiences on the way to there and it can play out in loads of different ways like you can get killed at the border you can make it you can i believe you can probably die before that point because you do have like a health meter as well and so you go about and you kind of scrounge food and stuff like that to try and keep your health up uh at first i'd been told like i was looking at it from obviously a trophy perspective and i was told you had obviously and i was told you had to play it six times and i was like i don't know if i'd want to play through something six times but it turns out that that is pretty much how the story plays out so it's in episodes so although you are trying to get to the border six different times it's with different people and so like so far i've played through it with one person and then i'm halfway through playing it with a second person but when you so on my second journey just now as a different person i'm bumping into some of the same people but at different points of their journey Mm -hmm. and so you're getting more context as you go along and it's it's pretty cool like it's a really cool idea and it's well done like i like these type of games these like narrative heavy type games i mean there's no combat in it or anything like that but there is some fun mini games like i got to play air hockey which was fun and you got to do you don't have to do it you can skip that stuff if you want but it's there uh if you want something more than just the the narrative but so far so good i I really enjoy it i'm hoping to obviously the next there to fly through the rest of it but but yeah no really enjoying that and yeah other than that just the stuff i've been playing a little bit more uh moss a little bit more uh lucky's tale oh yeah i had a shot of that yeah you quite liked it but then it made you feel sick yeah but that's just vr isn't it you you regularly too long of it like it just yeah. And it's a shame because I'm like, this is really cool. I really want to play. It's like a fun little platformer, but I just kick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was, what, 15 minutes tops, and I'm like, no, I'm done. The kids were on it quite a bit. They absolutely loved it. Mm-hmm. Nathan did say, though, he was finding it quite difficult, and he's notoriously good at games. He but completed Cuphead. He'd be ah, stuck at like three ages on the final boss, but he completed it. <laughs> I, put, I put up a picture of him. Like, he was on top of the couch, jumping up and down, screaming because he fucking beat the final boss. <laughs> I've never been so ashamed in my life. I was I was pleased for him, but I was ashamed of myself. <laughs> Let everybody down. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, no, he was saying he was he was finding it quite hard because I said to him, I was like, "Oh, you completed Astrobot," and he was like, oh, "This is harder than Astrobot, Dad." So, yeah. But again, every time I've had the chance to really dive into it properly, it's been too bright according to the room. Mm-hmm. So, fingers crossed for some shit weather. Uh, before we move on as well, James wrote in, and I'm not sure who, the, who this question is directed at, but said, when are you getting back into Elden Ring or Hollow Knight? That'll be me. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. The answer was probably not for a while, but maybe now. <laughs> yeah. Maybe yeah. now, it depends how things go. Maybe. I was really enjoying Hollow Knight. It's really, really good. Although those are the type of games... You like Elden Ring? Mm-hmm. Did you? Nah, I played about two or three hours. It was on one night when you came round. Uh, 
they're both they're both games that I'm very unlikely to complete, but I'll like I'll maybe go back to Hollow Knight. I really enjoyed what I played, but it was starting to get too you hard need for to me. Complete those games to be able to review them, though, because oh, I don't need to review them. Hollow Knight came out ages ago. Yeah, but you can still have an opinion on. Oh, I definitely. The story. Yeah, I think if you put enough, if you put enough hours in and stuff right. like that, you get you get the gist, don't yeah. you? Yeah, like Elden Ring is one that I definitely want to get back to, but I feel like it's it's not something that you can play when you're playing three or four other things and you can be no, like oh you need I'll, to really like ah, cyberpunk yeah like even even more so than cyberpunk i think just because it's like it's all about building up your sort of like twitch reactions within yeah. that game so even if you were like only going to get a couple hours a week to play i just i don't think you need to be able to commit more to it than that because you need to learn how that game specifically the specific rule set for that game and then master it so it's almost like there's been a couple of times when i've had like an hour and i've been like oh maybe play that for an hour and then you're like i'm just gonna get my fucking ass kicked for an hour yeah and that probably takes away the enjoyment as well like if you're lend you to be more frustrated if you're not as good so yeah i'm convinced elden ring's not supposed to be enjoyed (laughs) it's supposed to be endured not enjoyed (laughs) if you want to get in touch like james then there are several methods to do so you can tweet us at pure dead gaming join our discord link will be in the episode description or we also have a contact form on our website so discord's free folks get in touch it's free um do we have any new content at www.puredeadgaming.com this week craig not at the moment, but I'll probably be able to rustle something up with all my spare time. Uh, you, you're saying this, but there's a lot of things getting added to this pile of your spare time. I know. We do have daily TikToks. <laughs> we do have daily TikToks. We're on TikTok now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I've been doing like kind of 60 second news bulletins um, every day. So We are both ticking and talking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Come and follow us. It is pure dead gaming, obviously. I'm the... down with all the kids. Yes, so down with the kids that you've been playing retro games. Yes, Retro Corner. Yes. Yep, so <laughs> on Saturday night, not the Friday night, so this was Saturday night mm-hmm. when you were hung over asleep, yeah, not, not drunk asleep. <laughs> uh, I think I had a film on or something like that and I was like, we just got all that Nintendo Switch Online stuff sorted with the expansion pass. And so I was like, right, I want to dive into something retro so i went for rather than load up the so the switch for anyone that doesn't know has like a nes emulator a snes emulator and 64 emulator so instead of going for the nes version of super mario brothers i downloaded i went for the snes version of mario all-stars and played mario one via that because it's like updated like almost was given like a kind of coat of paint like it just it looks better it's better textures and i played the first three worlds and it's still it's amazing how that holds up mm-hmm. like i mean crazy isn't it yeah it really is like don't get me wrong it's not like it looks like a modern or looks or feels like a modern game but it feels good to play like it's like going back and i don't know there's so many games you go back to and you're like this isn't at all like I remember. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're like, this used to be fucking good, but not anymore. This game is still like you remember. Like, it's still 
I don't know. It's just it's just good. But I think sometimes those kind of simple, I say simple, it's not easy, but those kind of, I don't know, minimalistic games are still very oddly satisfying. Yeah. Like, yeah, there's not much to it. Uh-huh, so I, I jumped in Mario Kart on right. the, I don't know, the first one. SNES. SNES. Must the SNES, yeah. And obviously it's 2D and it's like... It's only the background that's moving. Like your little cart yeah. is yeah. stationary, basically, but yeah. it's made to look like you're going around a track. And I suppose I, I don't think I ever played it back then. I never had a snazz or anything. Right. Um, right. I did. I played the shit out of it. Oh, yes, yeah, you did. Uh, you're good at it as well. N64 was the first mm. console I had. So, um, But yeah, so it just, but like it was still fun to play. Mm. And I was raging because. I think you interrupted me, or one of the kids interrupted me, and I didn't realise the race had started, and I was like, oh, fuck. So I managed to pull it back, and I was sixth in the end up, but then on the final, final, what wow. you call it? Uh, on the final race, like, Bowser was, like, two points ahead of me, and I'm pure Princess Peach, like, I need win here. Aye. So it was good. <laughs> it is. That's that's still, like, I tell a lot of people that is still their best Mario Kart game. Yeah. Like, some people that just... Is. It's just, well, aye, aye. And it's amazing how it's evolved because obviously, like the little question mark boxes were like yeah. on the ground uh-huh. that you picked up, and you still, you know, these like, you know, you still got a banana to chuck and stuff. And yeah. it was just it's amazing, yeah. Yeah, no, that's aye, that's cool. Very, very cool. Mm-hmm. I, my, I had actually planned to try and play after we're talking about remaking Max Payne one and two. I was going to go back and have a look at and just to see how they look just now. So I do have Max Payne two downloaded, but I haven't had a chance yet to to jump in. Annoyingly, like I found, see how CD keys they often do like really deep discounts. So I bought Max Payne two off that for two pound, and they give you the Steam code and then you download it. And the reason I wanted to pick it up on Steam was because some fans have went in and sort of remade some of the textures so it looks better. So I down I paid for the code, downloaded it. Now it's only two pounds, so it doesn't really matter. But I then went into the guide for how to upres the graphics, mm-hmm. and the first thing it tells you to do is delete the Steam version and then download this version that it was available for free. <laughs> I was like, for fuck's sake! <laughs> Should have read that first. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm definitely going to check that out because it's I haven't played Max Payne one or two since they first came out. So I'm not gonna I'm not it's not something I'm gonna completely play through, but I wanna see get a kind of context for what it was like back then. I remember enjoying it, but I've got a feeling that might be in that realm of doesn't hold up. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. Okay. Time for some news. News, news. I was believing the news. We are bringing you the news with your digging team. Okay, first up on this week's news, speaking to IGN, Hello Games co-founder Sean Murray briefly touched on the developer's next title, which is apparently not a direct follow-up to the space exploration epic. However, it sounds like it'll be just as impressive coming from the small studio. Quote, for a while now we've been working on something pretty ambitious in the background. It's a small team, but we like it in that we like it that way, Murray says. Similar to No Man's Sky, 
the kind of project it's the kind of project that even if we had a thousand people working on it it'd still seem impossible wonder what it's going to be i feel like it's going to be like no man's sky but i don't know a different take do you know what i mean it's like they kind of space because that is space but like maybe it's like no man's sky in the desert or something do you know what i mean like you kind of have that in a way because like you go to all these different planets i procedural and you keep on bringing out new iterations of that fucking game well there's this version now this version of we've updated this and now you've got that there was a massive update recently i know because it's on the i've seen it's on the front page of the game pass thing castles is quite into it he he got right into it he quite enjoyed it i've I, never i've never really played it i've played it twice now i bought it when it first came out because it really intrigued me but it just the game wasn't up mm. to scratch it needed work yeah needed so then, a patch and it, it took a year that was the original one it that was the original like oh my god they've they've done an e-football yeah. they've done a cyberpunk when yeah. that thing came out and folk were like what the fuck is this what is this and then it took like a year then i, I thought right i'll give it another go and uh I, I think i downloaded it on this game pass or something like that and the or boomerang rentals can't remember and it was all right again but still it was just it felt very lonely yeah you are just there yourself gathering stuff so i just kind of like put it to the side again i think that's always put me off like i prefer like a sort of more heavy narrative like i don't i don't i think if I'm left too open and there's too, like, it's like, make your own adventure, like, I, I get too overwhelmed and then I'm like, I don't know what to do. And I feel like when I go left, what if I'd went right and stuff like that and I just, it gets in my head. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I, like, I kind of like having an objective marker. Mm, yeah, true. Um, just when I mentioned Patch, um, Patch is there, we got sent a video on TikTok. Um, it's, this is from ages ago. It's to do with The Sims 3. Yes. When they, oh, it was so funny when they so they released obviously patch notes updating the game for various bugs and stuff like that but there was a specific um, patch note release that came out and honestly this the stuff that is in it is hilarious I'll, I've actually got to hear some of you um, Sims can no longer woohoo do you remember what woohoo means? no sexy time Right. So Sims can no longer woohoo in the elevator with a Sim who's on a different floor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Apparently that was an issue. Go, go, gadget penis. <laughs> the Grim Reaper will no longer be prevented from reaping souls due to band affiliation. Um, they fixed a tuning issue so that Tim's Sims could vomit at acceptable levels. <laughs> Okay. Um, it's no longer possible to quote try for a baby with the Grim Reaper. Because uh, <laughs> okay. out will be Sith. Who's trying to do these things? Though, do you know what I mean? The internet. Um, Who's distracting the Grim? <laughs> the Grim Reaper comes for you, and you're all gonna. Well, if we just uh, do something else for a wee bit, <laughs> distracting them. Uh, pregnant Sims can no longer brawl. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Fucking Jeremy okay. Kyle over here. Um, Sims will no longer receive a wish to skinny dip with mummies. Um, and I think this is my favourite one. So, a meteor can hit a building, which, in which case everyone will run out before the collision. 
those who do not exit the building will die. Sims automatically leave if a meteor is approaching unless it's in a school, in which case children are not allowed to leave and will always die. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> so you just imagine all the people back then reading this going, yep, let's create content. All the children must die. <laughs> Somebody reading it going, oh, that's one of my favourite things to do. There's no way that whoever made those patch notes wasn't having a bit of a laugh with it. Yeah, I feel yeah, like you couldn't be somebody yeah. like doing it with a straight face. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That was good though. So funny. Uh, okay, next up on the news then. Sony potentially buying Kojima Productions picked up enough attention last week that Hideo Kojima himself felt the need to comment on the rumours. On Twitter, the Metal Gear Solid and Death Stranding creator put an end to speculative chatter, saying, quote, I'm sorry for the misunderstanding, but Kojima Productions has been and will continue to be an independent studio. So it's no them. No. Nah. There's still all this talk that Sony are buying another studio, but it's it's not him, unless he's talking pish, which he has done in the past. He's said stuff to send people off the trail. But I don't think it would be about that, though, because he's had issues we've been owned by a before I and, don't think he wants to go down that route again and seemingly although Death Stranding was received well for the most part it didn't I don't think PlayStation were that happy with the like the sales numbers and stuff well, like that so the sales were pretty amazing were they not? they were good but at the, I remember at the time because do you not remember like last year we were talking about there was talk that Kojima's next project might be with Xbox mm. right uh, because it, it hadn't gone as well as they were all hoping, which seems strange because, like you say, like I think it did you do pretty me, well. Uh, you told me. I, w- I was surprised because I didn't think it would be a game that s- would sell as well. And you told me how much it sold, and I was like, what? I'm sure it did sell quite it? well, aye. But there, there, was, the, there was talk of some sort of dissension, but then that sort of disappeared. So I don't know. I, I, I still think it's going to be... I don't think it will be Kojima, like... It sounds. It sounds. It sounds just like a rumor that, I mean, every week there's going to be something gathering pace, yeah. because so many people have said now that they're gonna. There's going to be an acquisition. Like folk are just throwing out names. Mm. Jeff Grubbs in overtime. <laughs> so the next big update for FIFA twenty twenty two title update number nine will remove Russian teams and stadiums from the game, following on from the real-world actions of football's governing bodies, which saw Russian teams suspended from all European competitions. This is obviously in response to Russia's ongoing invasion of Ukraine. I wonder how what happens in terms of, like, we're talking about Andy's favourite mode, Ultimate Team. Like, mm-hmm. see if you've spent actual money on Russian players. Oh. Wonder what. I assume they'll still be there for that, because. Or they'll get replaced when equivalent, and then you get refunded, maybe. Possibly. Or yeah. just replace with an equivalent. Ah, uh, it could be that. Because you would be raging if you had like, uh-huh. if you'd went and spent fucking whatever. On... <laughs> On a fucking shiny Andrei Shevchenko. Aye. <laughs> a foily. <laughs> and they've ripped them off. Uh, yes, we'll keep an eye on that one then. Next up, the native current gen version of The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt has been delayed as development is moved in-house, but that's not a sign that the project is in development hell, according to CG Project Red. 
Speaking during the company's latest financial earnings call, a studio representative wished to quell any fears. After suggesting an indefinite delay is the same as saying something is in development hell, the representative said, quote, I want to say it's not a fact. There have been a lot of insinuations that we're going to launch in June of next year. That's completely not the case. The Witcher 3 on PS5 and Xbox Series X was scheduled to release in Q2 this year, but a new time window has not yet been confirmed. They can't really get a win now, can they? Mm. I mean, to be fair, the response to Cyberpunk's next-gen patch, current-gen patch, current-gen, current-gen... Nope, nope, not yet. <laughs> uh, has been pretty positive, to be fair, but I don't know. Like, they've obviously... I think they they know that they can't afford another fuck up, and so whoever was handling the Witcher three, they've obviously looked at it and went, "No, nah, no, nah, we need to do this ourselves. You're not doing a good enough job, and we cannot fuck this up again." Yeah. So fair enough. I think that's fair enough. Like, it's one of those things where, like, I think people are be less annoyed about a delay for this than than most things because I mean what is it at the end of the day it's, it's going to be a slightly shinier slightly better version of the Witcher, Witcher 3 but the current version of the Witcher 3 looks and plays pretty great so it's not like I don't know a new game being delayed that people have been waiting and waiting and waiting for it's just a a sort of better version so it's not as bad I also think we're sort of a bit more accustomed to games getting delayed so therefore when it happens it's less of a I don't know it's just expected now uh huh that's what I mean so I'm we're, st- no we're less annoyed about it because we're like alright fine I'm <laughs> fucking stunned when a game doesn't get delayed yeah. like see when Sniper when we were talking last week about Sniper Elite 5 going gold mm. I was like really that's Are weird sure? is, is there a way that can still be delayed <laughs> <laughs> but no it sounds yeah it's just it's, it's such a nice surprise now when something doesn't get delayed Here's hoping that that doesn't happen with Sonic Origins, a compilation that brings all the Hedgehog's 16-bit adventures together. Um, It's understood that it's readying for release. PC version has been rated in South Korea, which usually only happens close to launch. Also, key cover art has appeared on the PlayStation Store, adding fuel to the fire. That would be great news if it was a better game than Sonic. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the originals. But it's not. Yeah, no for me. Uh, I mean it's cool. Like Sonic has a big following, so I'm always I always like when they do these like sort of like collections, like all like all the old games that people love on the new console so that you don't have to fucking dig out something and you can just play them. So it's great that it's coming out, but at the same point, it's not something I'll be playing. If I'm touching anything Sonic this year, it would be The film. The film or possibly <clears throat> possibly that open world mm. Sonic Frontiers if it if it looks good closer to launch still not totally sure how an open world Sonic's going to work but if they manage to pull it off I would give that a go mm. okay and just a wrap up then of the remaining bits and pieces of news from the last week first up developer Iron Galaxy has announced it's aiming for its first cross-platform playtest of its upcoming Battle Royale Brawler Rumbleverse for June we've got Battlefield 2042 promises over 400 fixes and improvements in 4.0 patch coming this week 
There's a Streets of Rage film in the works. The script is being handled by Derek Colstad from John Wick and it's been co-produced by DJ2 Entertainment from Sonic the Hedgehog and Escape Artists from The Equalizer. Interesting. Sega has, is reportedly looking to produce big budget reboots of the classic franchises. Franchise. Franchises? No, is that right? Yeah. Yep. Ranch. Why can't I say that word? I don't know. Difficult. Anyway. Let's see it. Jet Set Radio and Crazy Taxi. Jason Momoa. Momoa. Reported. I'm struggling tonight. Momoa reportedly in final negotiations to start in Minecraft's live action movie. And finally, Game Boy Advance games are likely coming to Nintendo Switch on. Well, you struggled there, didn't you? Yes, I did. That was difficult. Too many words. Yeah, there is some interesting stuff there. The the Streets of Rage film sounds potentially interesting. I wouldn't normally be interested in a Streets of Rage film, but as soon as I see that John, someone from John Wick's involved, that does start to interest me. Uh, so if it's got some decent folk behind it, that could be quite cool. The Jason Momoa fucking Minecraft project, on the other hand... I smell a bin in its future. I know, but you know fine well in this household it will be watched lots of times. I know. I know. will have to endure it. Having said that, when was the last time he played Minecraft? It's a long time, isn't it? I wouldn't say a long time. You're talking maybe a couple of weeks. In his life, that's a long time. I've got... It's me that's logged into his Xbox thing. Wait, I'll just check. I think it's been a wee while. Um. So yeah, that's interesting, and I don't know about this Sega looking to reboot Jet Set Radio and Crazy Taxi. Maybe Jet Set Radio, but Crazy Taxi. I don't know. I don't think I don't think there's legs in rebooting that. It was a good idea. It was a good game, but they made that. Uh, it wasn't them that made it, but there was a re a sort of reimagining of it last year that we reviewed and enjoyed, but it has very limited appeal you can pretty much play Crazy Taxi in any open world game these days including GTA so <laughs> it doesn't necessarily seem worth it um, but yeah add into our retro corner we can hopefully get some Game Boy games in the mix as well that would be cool I don't know that I played the Game Boy Advance that much I'll have a look at it. I mean, it sounds like it's definitely coming. They're going to add it, but I don't know. It's something that I'll necessarily dive into that much. Tetris. Ah, we can get Tetris and everything. <laughs> so I have to play the Game Boy Advance version of Tetris. Well. You can play Tetris ninety nine. It's Battle Royale Tetris, and it's see Survival of the Fittest. You good at Tetris? I played a fair share of it back in my day. Yeah. You should play some Battle Royale Tetris. Right. Okay. Tetris 99. Yeah, that wraps up our news for this week. As I mentioned, do follow us on TikTok because I will be posting little daily bulletins on there as well if you want to keep even more up to date than weekly. And even some cracking jokes. Yes. All the hilarity over there. Speaking of hilarity, it's time for Get in the Bin. Now, Get in the Bin is a fairly new feature where we nominate 
or any of our listeners nominate something to go in the bin. We discuss the options and we put something in the bin. But I don't think there's going to be much discussion this week, Craig, because I think it's you. No, I feel like you're dragging your heels here. And if we can hurry up and get through this while the score is still the same. <laughs> so the nominations for getting the bin this week are hand dryers that aren't Dyson Air Blades. Weird, but okay. Stepmums. Uh, Ryan has an issue with stepmom, and and she's to go in the bin. Uh, my TV taste, mm. which I feel has been, I've partly been discriminated against because of you. How Be- you you control the device? Uh huh. But part of this was because I've not seen all of Breaking Bad, and I claimed it was because you won't watch it with me. Mm, true. Yeah. So me, and then also, did you see the thing about the woman who had a 62-year-old Easter egg? She'd got this Easter egg 62 years ago, and she thought it was too nice to eat, so she's just kept it. And at this point, she's paying £80 a month to keep this thing at a proper temperature. And so... No, apparently it needs something special. It was Dr. Fact that came up with this on Discord and he posted a link, a link to it and seemingly she spent about something like £57,000 so far on keeping this fucking egg refrigerated because it was too nice to eat. A good few years ago now, um, Nathan got a... It was, it was for Easter, but it wasn't technically an Easter egg. It was a gruffalo, like, chocolate figure right. um, in the shape of a, grubble, a gruffalo. And... I had sat it in the conservatory for some reason, totally forgot about it. Was it melted? And it was melted. <laughs> Did he have a paddy about it? He was only like two or three at the uh. time, I think. But yeah, oops. <laughs> so what's going in the bin? Well... I mean, Craig... No, 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 no. <laughs> I was odds on to go in, but I requested a parlay <laughs> on the Discord. Now, most of the people in the Discord are Manchester United fans which is hilarious. And so what I said was, how about if... Because they have nominated Manchester United to go in the bin mm-hmm. numerous times. Mm-hmm. So I said, how about if Liverpool are winning by two or more goals, then Manchester United go in the bin? But if they're not, I will I will take the hit and go in the bin. The score is 2-0. Thus saving me from said bin. The only question is, did Man United go in the bin already? No. No. Right. Well, that means Manchester United go in the bin. And not, well, I'll do one final check just in case they've somehow scored a goal. They don't do it often, but they might have scored a goal. No. No, no goals for Man United. Still 2-0. Mm-hmm. And so as a time of recording, the parlay... Partly his wife suggests going the that, bin. that I have escaped the bin, United going the bin. for another week. Okay. So ne- next, we- next, next week. Because I'm a pirate and a parley. <laughs> okay. I request the parley. So Man United are going in the bin. Right, okay, fine. I'll allow it. What a time to be alive. What a time. Would you like to share a pure dead platinum with I'd us? I'd fucking this love to. I would yeah. love to. Honestly, I'm so excited about this. Mm-hmm. I genuinely am. Okay, so 
this week's Pure Dead Platinum is Pretty Girls Rivers. This sounds familiar, is it? There's Pretty lot. Pretty Girls Rivers. There is, yeah. There's there is lots of Pretty Girl games. So you may remember that last year we did cover one, uh, and it had that splash screen at the beginning that saying that these fictional girls were eighteen. That's right. Yeah, remember that's one thing. And they, remember they had the bouncing boobs. Yeah. Have you completed all these Pretty Girl games? No, I've got many to go. You'll be happy to know. This one is actually a little bit more conservative than the last one. Because the last one literally had, like, the smallest of micro bikinis, if you remember. Because I had there was people walking by the window when I was trying to complete it. <laughs> Not my proudest moment. <laughs> <laughs> but in this one, don't be wrong, there is a couple of slightly revealing outfits. But for the most part, like, they're done up like, I don't know, it's like olden times. Like, it's almost like... Um, I don't know. What's the purpose of the game? It's a puzzle game. And it's actually really... I'd hoped before we recorded tonight I was going to get you to play it, Jess, for about five minutes. It's really addictive. It's a... Like, I don't know if there's an actual name for it, but you've got all these different tiles and you have to match the tiles to remove them from the board, but you're only allowed to have two turns. So, like... That's pairs. Well, it's but it's not just it's so it's not like you flip two things over and if they match then they disappear. Everything is on the screen and two things. So anytime you find two tiles that match together, like touching each other, you can then remove those two. But then once you've got spaces, you can remove them if as long as there's two turns, as long as there's nothing blocking the two tiles and there's no more than two bends in the sort of image you would have the line you would have to draw between the two of them okay. and it's it sounds daft it's really addictive like to the point where i'm going to look up and see if there is any mobile games that have this same structure because it's genuinely really fun like, the, the way I played it was I put it on easy mode, which turns the timer off. But if you play it normal, you also have a timer and you get, like, a bonus for, like, taking stuff off the board as fast as possible. Mm-hmm. And it's it's actually really good. I am stunned. I'll be honest, I requested the code so I could take the piss out of it. That, that's what happened. Full mm-hmm. disclosure. Mm-hmm. But it turns out... But you're addicted to it now. It's actually really good. Mm-hmm. Like, genuinely worth playing. The Platinum takes about an hour and... Maybe an hour and change. And what do you need to achieve the Platinum? All you need to do is play through the different stages. There's maybe about eight or nine stages you need to play through. And like I said, it takes just over an hour, I would say. But it's it's genuinely worth playing. Like, if you enjoy puzzle games, I think I think you would really like it. Um, if As long as you activate easy mode, you're talking... No more than a 2 out of 10 difficulty, because you can also shuffle. So if you run out of moves to make, you can shuffle it, which moves everything about and can bring things closer and make it easier to do. But it's not even necessarily one that you'd need to be embarrassed about, because although it is anime girls on the screen, they're, they're for the most part, fully dressed. Okay. Good. <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> and for four ninety nine, you get the PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5 version. So it's a double whammy. Yep. And I was actually excited to start the PlayStation 4 version after getting the first Platinum. That's how good it was. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, thank you for that. We will be back next week with another Pure Dead Platinum or Pure Dead Achievement. Indeed. Okay, let's turn to our movie slash TV corner. As I mentioned at the beginning this week, we opted for The Batman, which came out in 2022. And yeah, so this isn't really a gaming-inspired film. We've kind of moved on from that. Well, we're still going to go back to some gaming films, but we're just broadening the horizon so yes. that we've got we've got options going forward. Yeah. Um, obviously, this is a big blockbuster that has came out. Um, yeah, let's get into it. What did we What did we think? Too long is my first comment. Mm, I didn't mind being at home, to be honest with you. It didn't. I, I went to see it at the cinema. and That would bother me. At the cinema... It was, by the end, it started to have a negative impact on my enjoyment of the film. Mm -hmm. That didn't happen this time. It didn't feel anywhere near as long watching it at home. No. It was, it was honestly, it was, it was, it was like things were going in slow motion in the cinema. I thought it was fucking brilliant. It was, it's really good. Really, really good. I much preferred it the second time round. Yeah. I would, I would only watched it once. I watched it yesterday, but I, I would watch it again quite like, happily tonight. It yeah. Was, oh, so good, such a good film. I do think so. I remember when I went first went to see it, and I think you'd come round and I was talking to you about it, and obviously mm-hmm. I didn't want to didn't want to talk to you about it because like you don't want to risk ruining anything or stuff like there is going to be spoilers within here because like I, I, I've got stuff that I want to talk to people about yeah. like I do have some I think it's a brilliant film I think the tone is amazing I think I was saying to you like just as it was coming up but see there's not many shots inside like Wayne Manor but the shots that are there just look so like almost gothic like it's Aye. so cool I like the fact that they seem to have went doing more the because every other film, you've always got the juxtaposition of Bruce Wayne with Batman. There's him entertaining people at dinners. Yeah. What he has to be and then what he wants to be. Whereas this one seemed more like a... What what happens if the kid sees his mum and dad get killed and he doesn't grow up to be yeah. a good socialite person? Uh, he's just a total good, recluse. Total recluse and just fucking... Depressed, probably, uh, and dealing with all this shit. Yeah. And there's no, he doesn't want any of that world. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want any of that world at all. Nothing to do with it. And you get that through the interactions he has with Alfred, obviously, because he's yeah. the one trying to get him to speak to the solicitors. We need to keep the business going, kind of thing. But he doesn't give a fuck about all that. Um, I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Like I said, there's, for the most part, I, I definitely thought it was brilliant. The like the one of the issues, one of the only issues I had, I I do still think it was a little it could have been trimmed down a little bit. Like every single scene is very deliberate and I thought like towards the end there was no need for like I don't know, like at the end when he drops down and then he starts leading the people out. Like he's leading those people out of that building for about three minutes, and you think that could have been when you would end it, but then it cuts to 
your sort of first introduction to the Joker and you're like, oh, that's cool. That's definitely worthwhile. Mm. But then it cuts back and then you've got like five minutes of him and Catwoman going off in a different direction. You're like, right, okay, we are two hours and 50 minutes and now I don't need to see the two of you driving through a cemetery for multiple minutes. There was, but seemingly the film initially was even longer, and this was uh, them yeah, cutting well, it down. I didn't think what they would have cut out. Like, obviously, I said, like, yeah, I think it was too long. Um, I, I did enjoy it. Like, I'm not really into superhero stuff too much, but it was very grounded. Like, it, there wasn't an awful it's, it's the lot le- of... It's the least superhero film ever. Yeah. 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 It's more about, you know, him, I mm-hmm. suppose, and... Yeah. It's, it's even way more grounded than the Nolan films. So there's not even any gadgets. He doesn't even really no. use any gadgets Nothing. apart from his, his thing for like... He, the thing he uses the most is the winch. Yeah. That, but that's a real life fucking thing. Yeah. He's, he's, and even, even Catwoman's not really Catwoman. She's just Selena Kyle. They do mention that she likes cats, but that's the closest they go. Her nails are real. Right. Like, see how she's got big long... Yeah, talentless nails—they're real. Um, so it's not as if she's like putting them on yeah, and using them kind of yeah. thing. Uh, I and his get up as well—the suit looked fucking brilliant. I mm-hmm. The Batmobile was cool. Oh my god, the Batmobile! <laughs> see, see what I see when it, when you first see the Batmobile when it's in that uh, out in the open. Mm-hmm. What I thought, and it was really weird. Like I, I thought of that scene from Home Alone with the the furnace. Oh yeah. <laughs> and how like McCullough Culkin gets shit scared of it. Because I just seen yeah. the outline and then you hear the noise and then the noise at that bell going and just like I was like, that's like a fucking horror scene. Aye. Almost. Yeah. But that's the thing it's supposed to be that he's putting the fear oh, of God into folk. God. It was the the car is so fucking cool, just just looks immense, absolutely immense. Love yeah. the car. I think one of my favourite visuals was kind of at the end of that kind of car chase scene yeah. when the car flips and Batman's coming towards um, that upside the down. Upside down. I just thought that visual was just really yeah. cool. And it just right. it just shows that he's just relentless. Yeah. Like it was almost like mm. Michael Myers. Like you can run just as fast as you coming. can, but he will just keep yeah, walking towards it, it you. Explodes. I got you. I got you. And then he sees that fucking Mustang come out of the fire. <laughs> and he's like, what the fuck? That really. He was good in it as well. Colin Farrell was right. good as the penguin. Hard Very to good. believe that it's even him, I know. It's madness. Like, it's so strange. It was that, like two hours like, of makeup every day or something like that. Yeah, to get him in the suit and, and everything. Just like, and he's putting on a different accent. And you're like, I don't know, why pay? Like, I just don't get it. Like, why pay these big actors, like, I know. to completely change? I probably changed everything about him. Matt Reeves probably wanted to work with Colin Farrell and then uh, he probably likes Colin Farrell as an actor. Yeah. He could bring to the role. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't want Colin Farrell, obviously. Yeah. Nah. It's the penguin that yeah. he wants. They're, they're supposed to, HBO Max is supposed to be already have signed on to do like a penguin spin off TV show oh, with him. Right. Uh, so there's right. going to be more of that coming. And obviously more films. I liked the kind of wee nod to. When they grab him and they have him handcuffed, 
and they're asking them questions and then they leave like the copper and Batman leave uh, yeah. and then Penguin's got his hands and his feet tied he kind of like moves like a penguin <laughs> that's good that was quite funny yeah my so like I say I genuinely loved it I do have a couple of issues like I know they're going for grounded and they're going for realistic, but like I, for the most part, like see for most of the film, I think the Riddler is a brilliant like villain. I think he's absolutely excellent. Yeah. But I think the story and the way it plays out in the last quarter is weak. Like his whole plan is to. He purposely gets caught. So Batman's not smart enough to catch him. He gets caught on purpose, basically. Then his plan is that he's already set up that there's going to be these explosions which is going to flood the city. Mm -hmm. They all go off, all those explosions. So essentially what he's done has worked. Mm -hmm. So the only way they can save the day, you would think, is by stopping the flooding. But the don't at any point make any attempt to stop the flooding. All that happens is Batman ends up... Like, I think they didn't want to lean in too far into the superhero aspect, so they didn't want necessarily, like, a big super villain. But at the end, he's basically fitting, fighting 50 disgruntled guys for Facebook mm-hmm. with guns, which I think is a little bit weak. But also, the... the threat at the end is that the people inside Gotham Square Garden are going to get electrocuted because there's a cable hanging down into the water. That appears to be the threat because he jumps, cuts that cable, falls into the water and just leads everybody out. Everyone's saved. Mm -hmm. That was not what the threat was. The threat was that the whole of Gotham was going to get submerged in water, but it didn't. And how... But it, it wasn't to the point where it was going to kill anyone. Like, so... I imagine all the, all the looting and stuff that's going to go but, on now. Aye, and they do lean into that, but then that's the thing. So, like, Batman is in Gotham Square Garden. He cuts that cable, which stops a few people dying. There's no way the Riddler could have foreseen that that was going to be the threat. As soon as Batman's done this, the Riddler is in the jail going mad because his plan didn't work. How the fuck does he know his plan didn't work? All those bombs went off, so as far as he should be aware, his plan did work. His, pl- uh, his plan did work, didn't his thing? But, he's, but he's going daft because it didn't, but how does he know it didn't? But, but see that scene <clears throat> where they are talking to each other first, it, it makes it out as if the Riddler knows that Batman's Bruce Wayne aye and then as the scene goes on you realise that he doesn't know aye and then you see Batman clocking that and going oh he doesn't fucking know it's aye it was almost saying, if Batman thought fuck I've got to give up the ghost here like aye, he knows he's saying that we should get Bruce Wayne's the one we need yeah. to get and he was saying his name and then that's when you, you see uh, Batman going ah now you're, you're just a fucking idiot you know what I mean yeah. you're just a psycho blah, 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 all that kind of stuff but yeah so like just the way it played out in the end there I think when you think about it a bit more it, it didn't really make sense to me but it, that's a minor nitpick yeah. like and one thing just when you're saying about the Riddler see that scene when he gets caught 
and he's in that diner. Like I, we spoke about it at the time. I thought that guy deserves an Oscar for that. See just how mental he mm. comes across. See when they put his head down on the table and he's just like he just he looks incredible. I mean, it's right. such a phenomenal bit of acting. Hold like I, I think I turned to you and I was like, you would believe wholeheartedly that he's insane. Mm. Like yeah. it was, it was unbelievable. because yeah, he sees Batman in the window and he goes, yeah. Yeah, it's just the way kind of he does so much with so little. Yeah, like I really hope he's in the second one. Yeah. I know obviously they're leaning towards it's going to be, be. it's going to be the the Joker. the Joker as the main, but I'd like to see him as the sidekick. Like I think he deserves to be in it again. Yeah. He did so well. To see what the the Joker's going to be like with this because it's I think it's a guy called Barry uh, Keok or something. Like that. He's an yeah. Irish actor. Um. He's a good actor. It'd just be interesting to see what it's going to be like when he becomes. When I'd when I'd first heard that it was a different person, for, so obviously they made the Joker film. Like I had just assumed that those films were going to tie into each other. Yeah. And at first, I was a bit like, oh, I don't know if I want films coming out alongside each other when it's two different people playing the same role, kind of thing. Mm. But I think it's going to be different enough that it's not going to be an issue like when I first thought about it I was like oh, I don't know because they're obviously going to make a Joker too, and then that could come out around about the same time as this next Batman film you're you like oh, I the, don't know if I want the Joaquin Phoenix ones yeah I think they're, they're a bit different though, yeah they're more like a character study on the Joker aye well, but I think just at first film. I was like oh it's a bit annoying that it's there's so many different because you're already I don't know like you've got so many different people in your mind when you think of like a certain character and it's mm. just another one to add in but the more I think about it it's not going to be an issue at all I don't think but no, brilliant, absolutely brilliant film. That's the first one as well that kind of addresses the the black under the kill, the stuff in his eyes. Oh, so yeah. he just kind of like, obviously he's just rubbing makeup or whatever on. Yeah. But he leaves it on after he takes off his yeah. kill and stuff like that. How so, freaky is his back? <laughs> what do you mean? Do you remember this? Like, there was, I pointed out to you, it was I mean, it's after Alfred gets hurt and he's like going mad and he's basically making like a big diagram on the floor of Wayne oh, Manor right. trying to figure out but like yeah. his back is like completely like deformed did you not notice he's like it looks like he's almost about to grow wings out his shoulder blades but I think it's just that uh, he is as an actual human quite hunched like normally like I don't think it's anything they put on I think he is just a little bit like his bone structure is hunched like that Robert Pattinson but no really cool really really cool I don't know what we want to do about rating this. So, like, I, to get ratings from the audience, I put it up on Twitter, but Twitter only allows four fucking options. So, I gave the audience the option of between one and four popcorns. Okay. But we can obviously, we could rate it in something different if we want, or if we want to just stick with that, or I don't know. Well, scotch pies, are we not? But I thought we didn't do scotch pies for non gaming films because it wasn't fair. We can do it with scotch fair. pies if you want. It's not fair. This is an actual good film, therefore it cannot be rated in a Scotch pie. Is that what you're saying? But did we not see when we're doing, yeah, no, when we're doing the Christmas films? Because no. we're like, we can't. We, we gave. That was Christmas though. This, don't start doing different bits. But it's going right, to be Scotch pies. Aye, Scotch pies. Many Scotch pies then. Two, three. Four. <laughs> really? Which me really? I'm five. Uh, I'm going five as well. Five, five, four. 
for the sole reason that it was too long for me. Yeah. Although what I would say is, like, you notoriously will not stay awake for any film, mm -hmm. and you were awake the whole time, was. which was a real. I mean, that was a real feather on that film's cap. Yeah. Like that might get included. Like, see when they do the big post on it's got all the five star reviews. It might just be at the bottom. Jessica stayed awake. Didn't check her phone once. <laughs> she did well. Uh, we did get a couple of comments in from a few users. So Choco Matt said, "I really enjoyed the Batman. Another great take on the most popular superhero." Felt like watching a comic book instead of a realistic take. I think they really got the Riddler spot on. Paul Dano was fantastic. Looking forward to seeing where they go next. Obviously, they can't keep away from the Joker, which is a bit annoying, as it now seems everyone is trying to do their own take. Faith in 49ers said, It was the best Batman film next to The Dark Knight. I like it more than the, the Nolan trilogy overall. And the eFootball Police said I watched it when it came out in the cinema and I think I think I like it but to this day I'm still not sure to be honest and I will quickly grab the audience ratings I'm sure it was for popcorn so for the most part so, yep, we had 98 votes and 62% gave it 4, thir sorry, 16% gave it 1, 13% gave it 3, and 8% gave it 2. So the vast majority gave it 4. Very good. Interestingly, just one thing before we move on. I had heard, one of the negative things I heard about this film was that so there was, I was I can't even remember who I was I was listening to but there was one person there was a podcast I was listening to and they really didn't like it and it was the only person I'd really heard say I do not like this film like I've heard people been like it was too long I thought it was too long I've heard people say that they had issues but they still liked it overall but whoever it was I was listening to said they didn't like it and one of the reasons they gave was that there was that all the female characters in the film were completely inconsequential and didn't matter and did you find that I thought Catwoman or well Selena Kyle played a big role no I didn't get that yeah I just I, I thought it was a weird I, I, I can't like I say I can't even remember who it was but I thought it was an interesting take because I mean at the end Batman's dead if she doesn't come in and save the day like she he's been shot and he's hanging off the side and he's like he's about to get shot in the face and she saves him so, but yeah, I just thought that was an interesting thing. Okay, then, before we wrap things up for this week, we shall do our pick of the week. 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 Yep, this week's pick of the week is Liberated which finally comes to PlayStation and Xbox. It's been on Nintendo Switch and PC for a while, a long while actually, 2020. Uh, I'm not sure exactly what's taking it so long, but it's an enhanced, an enhanced version that is dropping on Wednesday, so it'll be out by the time this podcast launches. The synopsis is lock, load and get ready for a new kind of action adventure immerse yourself in a noir rain-soaked city inside a paperback comic uncover a cyberpunk conspiracy against human rights, this is the revolution so I did play is some of this game on? yeah, on that Twitter amazing. 
well, we got a code through for it earlier on on Xbox, so you've got access to it. Nice. Um, so if you go, it'll be in your library when you go back uh, home. So we can check that out and we can report back on it next week. I did play a bit of it on PC when it first came out and I really enjoyed it, but in typical me fashion, I was like, this will be on PlayStation or Xbox soon, so I'm going to wait and get the achievements or trophies. And then, annoyingly, and so bizarrely, it randomly released in Japan on PlayStation, but no other region. And so I often thought about making a Japanese account to download it, but I was like, will it be in English? Some of them are, some of them aren't. So I just didn't. And uh, I randomly, it's, it's finally coming out this week. It's also, if you'd rather play it on Switch, it's currently, I think, 70% off on Switch. So it's down to like five quid on the Switch. Or, yeah, launches launches Wednesday. So that is our pick of the week. Another game you could choose would be AO the Clown, which is out, has been out on Switch for a while and is now coming to PlayStation and Xbox. It's like a 2D platformer that's actually pretty decent. It sounded like it was going to be like a shitty platinum, mm-hmm. but it's like a five or six hour game and it's really cute. You're this little guy, this little clown, and you're just going about trying to navigate through the world one thing i thought was really cute in it is that you every time you get to a checkpoint there's like an automatic thing that pies you in the face i don't think i've ever heard anyone call a clown cute before he is cute he's like a wee tiny clown he's like a wee baby clown right i don't know if he gets bigger as it goes on so but not a creepy clown Ian. no he's cool he's yeah. cool he's a, he's a good guy okay. he's a good guy but that's been out on switch as well for a while and it comes to playstation and xbox this friday Take your word for it. Yeah, unless anyone has anything else, I think that is us for this week. Speak now or forever hold your peace. Are you not going to parley again? I'm not going to parley. I'm going to go. Command to parley. <laughs> I'm going to go and lie down and cry. Yeah, that's that sounds a bit right. Yep. Okay, thanks for listening, everyone. Hope you enjoyed. And do make sure you subscribe and follow us so you can keep up to date with all things Pure Dead Gaming. And we shall talk to you again next week. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Goodbye, 3-0. Mr. Liverpool. Mr.